Whipper. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk. You know how to dance. You ever dance with the devil in the Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of This Week in Salsa, and today on the show, first, a quick update on my mustache, it's growing well. Uh, my girlfriend has only threatened to break up with me about two times, and I think she's going to last until the end of the month, so good news on that. And I'm pretty sure when I was social dancing in Tampa last week, someone turned me down because of my mustache, so I'm just going to blame it on the mustache. Could have been something else, but she just like walked right past me when I put my hand out, so I'm going to blame the mustache. Anyway, you can donate to my mustache, I think. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to say it. You can donate to Men's Health through my mustache on Movember. And I'll link up to that in the show notes. But I think it's mobro.com slash robcast. Uh, but again, I will link that up in the show notes to make sure you have the correct link. Let's get talking about today's show. We're talking about the top five ways to never get great at salsa. Bit of a snarky post title here, but I think it's important to look at this because this is something that, listen, not everyone's going to get great at salsa. That's clear, right? Some people don't want to get great. Some people do want to get great. But this post is really for the people who do want to get great. Some pitfalls that I see, some common patterns that I see among people who tend to flake out, tend to just stay at their same level of skill and not really improve as rapidly as they would like. And to preface these five points is this idea of an okay plateau. The okay plateau is where you have reached a certain level of skill in a certain activity or, you know, in this case, dancing, where you feel like it's good enough. You're getting the benefit that you signed up for. Uh, for example, a lot of people will start getting into salsa because of, you know, maybe they want to find that special someone. Once they find that special someone, uh, then they may stop coming and, and that's fine, but it really depends on what you're looking for. And that's, that's this okay plateau. And that being said, that's really point number one is being satisfied when you get in a relationship is one of the top five ways never to get great at salsa. To be clear, I am not saying that you should not get in a relationship, okay? So if you're in a relationship, don't just break up with them after listening to this podcast and tell them, well, Rob said to break up with you. What I'm saying is that when you get in a relationship, if that's your goal for why you started dancing, why you continue to dance, is I want to just find someone in a relationship and that's it and everything is achieved by doing that, then you're not going to be back. I mean, simple as that. I think that we all can relate to one of our friends or maybe ourselves, be honest, where we found someone, we've started dating them and our salsa dancing has suffered. We've gone to classes less or not at all, or you know someone who they just poof disappeared one day after they got in a relationship. And that's relatively common, but you can also get in these relationships where either with salsa or non-salsa people, where it drives you to become even better. I know a lot of people who, once they start dating someone, they all of a sudden have a practice partner. Wherever they go, they can dance with them, uh, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, they're making pancakes and they can dance in the kitchen, right? So it gives you more opportunities to dance, but that's only if you want those opportunities, right? If it's just you being satisfied that I'm in a relationship, great, so I don't need salsa anymore, that definitely means that you're not gonna get great. So be careful of that as a pitfall. Number two is 
if you are just taking classes, we all know what happens if you just take classes is you're just going to take classes. You're never going to get all that great or really all that good with just taking classes. Key, key, key is contributing with social dancing. Now, if you're just taking classes, uh, the problem with that is it's like going to college and only having classes and never any tests, pop quizzes, final exams, even grades. If that's the case, you're not going to be all that motivated to retain what you learn in class, okay? If you know you have a test, which I really see social dancing as a real-life test, and you know Friday night is coming, there's a big social, you don't want to look like an idiot like last week on the dance floor, so you're going to retain a lot more information from the classes that you took and from everything else you've done salsa-related during the week. But if you don't have those tests, it's going to be really tough to get great at salsa. And... You know, everything is choreographed in your classes. You know the moves that you are doing. You know the moves that are being done to you. So for the ladies, it's difficult to be a good follow if you always know what the move is. You need to be in environments where you don't know what the move is, and it's a total surprise. Same thing with the guys, not so much for reaction follow, but more so for improvisational abilities, the ability to stitch moves together. You don't get that with just classes. Uh, you really need, again, where no instructor is telling you what move to do next. It's you social dancing and coming up with them on the spot. And it's a skill you build like any other skill. But yeah, if you're just taking classes, then that's not a good sign for your overall improvement as a dancer. And in fact, the opposite, if I had to choose one or the other, I would definitely choose social dancing as opposed to classes. I'd say never take classes, only do social dancing and be receptive when you're dancing. That's key, but only do social dancing. And famously, Magna Gopal did it this way. She was all about social dancing in the beginning and probably middle. I don't know her full story. Maybe she'll come on the show one of these times. If you're listening to this, Magna, come on the show or guys just tweet at her. I know she checks that a lot. Tell her to come on the show. But she did it all that way in the beginning. She was doing all social dancing. She didn't really take any classes, but she was receptive in that, in that learning environment through the dancing. Number three way to never get great at salsa is if you don't make any friends with other dancers. Now, salsa is a community, just like any other community. You could have a community of people who are into skateboarding. You could have a community of people who are into windsurfing. I don't know why I'm thinking about things that are like surfing or skating, but... The point is that this is a community, and if you don't let yourself into the community, if you're just going to classes or if you're just dancing and not socializing at all, you're not making those 4 a.m. IHOP runs, then you're not building this community and you're not becoming part of the salsa community. And it's really tough to become great at something if you're not a part of that community. I'll give you an example. Like, you know those yoga masters, right? Those yogis who are just like, on a whole nother level with doing yoga, you know, you never see someone who's not really into the spirituality of yoga, being able to do some of those amazing yoga moves and being treated as a top yoga instructor. They're the people who are all about not just the movements, but also about the culture and the spirituality and the, the story really behind yoga. Same thing with salsa. That is a, perhaps not a causation effect, but a corollary effect of this is making friends, being part of this community, understanding the community, caring about what the community cares about because you're part of that community, that helps to propel you in your dancing because it helps give you this 
this grit, this, you know, I'm going to keep on improving really no matter what, because this is a community that I identify with. And that leads to number four is you're never going to get great at salsa if you don't go to congresses. This may be a little controversial for some people, but I'm telling you, this is like making friends on crack. So you may make friends at your classes, at some local socials, but when you go to a Congress, you're seeing people from all over the world and you're making friends and you're understanding like, gosh, these people are just like me. They're having trouble with this crossbody lead. They're, uh, you know, talking about how their feet hurt after a night of dancing. Like I can identify with these people. And again, that just supercharges you into wanting to get better at salsa. Like a lot of this getting great is about motivation and about grit and about sticking with it. And I like to think of motivation like I think about showering, which is it is something you should do every day. You should motivate yourself every day. This isn't a, you know, let me one time talk to someone and then that's it and I'm set for the next six months. Really, the more you expose yourself to motivations, inspiration, sources of inspiration, that's going to help you become a better dancer because you want to become a better dancer. So really looking at your motivation is a big part about why people get great at this dance. And then... Number five is you will never get great at salsa if you're not exposing yourself to salsa on a daily basis. If you're going to classes even once, twice, three times a week and doing nothing else, that's not enough. I'll be plain and simple about that. You need to be doing something salsa related every day. Even if it's for a short amount of time, try to do something every day that accesses that part of your mind, your salsa brain, if you will. You want to expose that on a daily basis. Now, that could be through classes. You can do that through social dancing, certainly. And then you're all, what else? Well, congresses, certainly. Uh, you can also do things like listening to salsa music and bachata music and cha-cha music, just listening to music during the course of your day. You can also meet up with friends and practice. You can also, in the morning, wake up and do body isolation exercises, or uh, you can watch YouTube videos of people dancing, of, again, inspirational dancers that you really like, and watch them dance. But the point is, is you're accessing these neural pathways, these salsa pathways, on a daily basis, and that has a multiplier effect, because it's not just getting better in twice the time, it's getting better in 20 times the time, because it's building upon each other. When you access it every day, it's much more than accessing it three times a week, okay? So that's important is giving yourself a daily basis exposure to something salsa-related. And these are all relatively holistic. That is, one kind of feeds the other, if you notice, where when I make more friends, I have more people to practice with. I want to go out social dancing more. And then from there, I hear about a bunch of people who are going to a Congress. So I go to a Congress with them. And from that Congress, I'm really inspired by some of the dancers that I see. And then I want to become even better. So I take more classes and I go out social dancing more. And then, again, it's very circular, very, very holistic with how all of these things can build on each other. Now, these are five points, right? These are top five ways said by me. Now, I'm not an expert salsa dancer. These are just one man's opinion. You probably have your own. I want to hear your own. If there are other things that you think will really never get you to be great salsa dancer, so things really to avoid doing, or if you want to take more of the positive route, I'm cool with that too. So tell me some things that really will get you to become a great dancer. You can contact me, Rob, at thisweekinsalsa.com. You can also post on the Facebook fan page, This Week in Salsa. We are on Twitter. I am the twit the tweets. And again, reminder, if you are a fan of mustaches, or at least mustaches on me, 
go ahead and donate to my Movember account. Again, we'll link to that in the show notes, uh, but we appreciate any donations. We're in the final 10-day stretch, stretch, so I'm telling you, it's a healthy mustache. You can check out some pictures on the website as well, see my progress, see how things are coming along. So with that being said, thank you for joining us here today. Do appreciate it and talk with you next week. Para que te agarres, para que te subas.